0: I don't know. I've always had a little love for a wheelbarrow, and maybe I discovered why. Perhaps a wheelbarrow can be my friend? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Terry Summers Podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure when I started having an affection for wheelbarrows, but it was probably when I was little. It may have been that I was given a ride in one. Um, But then I think they're also super cute. I've seen people eat my, and I have followed in their footsteps, that plants um, things in wheelbarrows. I have a wheelbarrow that's kind of, uh, rusty. It's got some, a really cool yellow paint on it, but it's been rusted out and it has a lot of character. And, um, I have planted things in it before. I've also put pumpkins in it and planted it out on my, um, front patio porch, um, during the season. Um, and the same with, you know, Christmas tree, put a little potted pine tree in one. Anyway, you get the picture, right? Well, the wheelbarrow introduced itself to me this week in a very different way, and uh, I wanted to share that with you. I um, I don't even I'm not sure where to start, but I was taken aback earmark that, okay? I was taken aback by the sound of a ton, and I'm sure it was probably weighed that much, if not more, a ton of gravel being dumped in a huge pile um, at my neighbor's house. And um, I mean, it was so loud. And it kept coming. They kept dumping pile after pile, load after load. And it just made this huge pile that went over part of the sidewalk and into the street. And um, I knew just, you know, because it doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure out that they must be using it for landscaping. If you're not. Oh, goodness. Dixie. If you don't live in Arizona, you know that really it's rare to find a front yard that has grass. It's usually a gravel yard that, you know, has some desert landscape. But uh, uh, gravel is really the thing here. So um, it's a desert, right? Uh, They were... um, landscaping their backyard or it appeared to, I don't really know the situation because I think that the people that bought the home are trying to flip it. So it doesn't seem like anyone's in there, but they're definitely going to a lot of trouble to pretty the place up. So, uh, I then later on in the day I drove out and I saw again, just really got, a good gander as my grandma would say got a gander of how large this pile was it was just huge and they i guess it needed to be that much gravel because they didn't have anything in their backyard they were just filling in over dirt and it's a sizable backyard but i i took note of what a daunting task that would be um just kind of in sort of my subconscious mind i wasn't really giving it much thought Um, But then the next day I see, and my husband points out to me, the Lone Ranger, one gentleman that had possibly been hired to move that rock one wheelbarrow at a time. And my husband had pointed out that he was taking a break for lunch and I looked over to see if I could see him. And I imagined, what must he think? Like when I get done with this sandwich. I gotta start putting more rock in a wheelbarrow. And he's looking, he's sitting on the bumper of his truck and he's looking at this huge pile of rock. And when he fills up the wheelbarrow, you can hear the effort. You can hear the rocks hit the wheelbarrow. There is a a uh, conversation between the wheelbarrow and the rock and the shovel and the Lone Ranger that is tackling this task. And he wheels it to the back um, yard and dumps a pile. And I'm just sort of taking in more through my imagination and more my own filter of what would I think if I had to do that. And... I know myself (laughs) that I would be so focused on the quantity of stone and the uh, minimal uh, filling of a wheelbarrow each time that I would just be calculating and almost frozen with the idea that I had to do that. And it went on for a couple of days and I'm still noticing him wheeling. And then I noticed the little piles, which I've seen this before, but I've never given it quite this much thought. And I'll bring this all in at the end of the conversation I'm having with you. But I, that they had, he had dumped them, each wheelbarrow, in its own little pile, and then another one next to it, and another one next to it, not too far apart. And, um, he continued on this way, but I was just mesmerized with this process that he was in, literally thinking strictly about gravel, huge pile, shovel, moderate size wheelbarrow, normal size Lone Ranger, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it gave me a little bit of anxiety paying attention to it. But I, I, I have my own life to lead. What? I do? I'm not consumed with everybody else's? Mm-hmm. Um. So So I, I wasn't really paying that much attention all the time. Then one day, I opened up my front door to leave to go somewhere. And I had my keys in my hand and I uh, was going to lock the door. I opened up the screen door and then was reaching back to pull my door. And I say this, I detail this because I know you don't know what all this means, but um, the angle of reaching back to grab my door, when I looked up, I saw had a clear shot between uh, the front part of our house and a huge bougainvillea that we have in the front yard. It was a clear shot. To the lone ranger um, at his task, and I stopped in my tracks because he was sweeping up the last oh, say a half a gallon full of of stones of of gravel, and I really stopped for a minute, and I felt this celebration for him. But I also was trying to think how, when does it start? Was it four days ago? And I think it was four days or greater, maybe greater. I don't know. I wasn't looking at the calendar, but let's just say at least four days. Um, he was sweeping it up and I thought to myself, now, wait a minute, this is not an accident that I am seeing this right now. And I believe that God allowed for things to coordinate where I stepped out of the doorway and my head happened to reach back and grab my door, happened to be looking in the direction of this driveway. And the Lone Ranger, bless his heart, sweeping up the very last bits, it was over. He completed this task that was so daunting there he I then I then I went to wonder, what is he thinking? I remember I told you, I wondered the day he was having lunch on the back of his truck, and he was thinking, Gosh, I wish I could make this i 'm thinking he 's thinking this, I wish I could make this sandwich last as long as possible because i don 't want to go back and do this stuff, but oh my goodness, i 'm getting emotional telling you guys this because this to me was like a profound. Reminder. It hasn't, it's not that I haven't contemplated taking something a little bit at a time and persisting because I have. But I just feel like there might be someone with me listening right now that has to go through something and it seems huge, insurmountable. And you have a wheelbarrow at your side at your aid, to manage a little at a time. Whether that wheelbarrow is hours in a day, um, effort in breaking down a process of how much needs to get done by when, whether it's losing weight and it's a week at a time with a goal, Whether it's mourning someone and you don't know how you're ever going to get through the loss, you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. You're sitting on the edge of your proverbial truck, taking a break from life with the last bit of a sandwich that's counting down to being gone. And you know, you've got to get through another day. I was so grateful that I walked out of the door at that time. Not two hours earlier when he still had maybe a load or two or three. Not an hour later when it had all been swept up and he squirted off the sidewalk and there wasn't a sign left of his task. But right then, I walked out right when he was finishing. And it was so deeply encouraging. From the things that I'm facing, some of them difficult, some of them dreams that seem insurmountable, some of them goals that I just don't know how or where to start. This lone ranger, all on his own, just like me, just like you, tackling something that really was his to do, right? There are things that we can get support and people say, hey, I'm thinking about you or I'm praying for you or even can I come over and give you a hand? But really when the job is really just yours, you're the Lone Ranger. I'm the Lone Ranger with our proverbial wheelbarrow. And it is just a wheelbarrow full At a time. There was even some intentional choices made for completing the task in the dumping of the wheelbarrow's load one next to the other with some thought and some care. So the spreading of the gravel would go smoothly. Just taking the time to let ourselves tackle a load is kind, it's thoughtful, it's productive. It's doable. It's encouraging. And it's one wheelbarrow at a time. I know that as I look at some things that I am facing, uh, even jobs you know, that have a link to them that I, I know I... Um, and starting one and then moving into another phase of one. Seeing the fact that that gentleman finished that task was so life giving, and it is it's saying it is possible. And God bless the wheelbarrow, whatever that is, whatever how that translates to you. It's a wheelbarrow full at a time, and it happens. Just stay with it, be kind to yourself, imagine that visual that I had of him sweeping up the last bit of gravel and enjoy the process. Take breaks. The Lone Ranger took a break. Maybe it's literally a snack. Step away from it for a while and just go back. And you will, too, sweep up that last little bit of gravel, whatever your gravel may be. I just wanted to share that with you. Today will be a short podcast, but I feel like it was packed full of wheelbarrows of information. Encouragement, I hope. It was for me. I love y'all. I love getting a chance to share with you. Until next week. Bye.